0: Please listen carefully.
1: Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Jessica Toon.
0: I'm John Haley. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Jessica. Hey, John. How are you doing?
1: doing
0: all right how about you you yeah, know i'm i'm still here hanging out um, great yeah. so today for you and for our dear listeners we're going to discuss appraisal contingencies now from time to time we see different topics show up more frequently than others on the hotline and lately one of those hot topics has been appraisal contingencies
1: That's right. And it makes sense, right? With the hot market often leading buyers to pay significantly above listing price, appraisal contingencies or the lack thereof have become an increasingly big deal in lots of contracts around the state.
0: First, an important note. So the standard Virginia Realtors Purchase Contract does not have a general appraisal contingency. Only times such a contingency is mentioned in the standard form is for the FHA VA loans because that is a requirement for those loans.
1: However, our standard clause booklet does contain three different contingency appraisal options that can be added to the contract if the parties so desire. These options would cover any type of financing, including an all-cash deal.
0: The first option states that if the property appraises below purchase price, the seller has three days to agree to reduce the purchase price. If not, the buyer can either waive the contingency and proceed to settlement, renegotiate the terms of the contract, or terminate and walk away.
1: The second option doesn't give the seller the option to reduce the purchase price. Instead, it simply gives the purchaser the same three rights as the first option. The third option provides several more ways for the purchaser to deal with an appraisal that is lower than the purchase price.
0: Appraisal contingencies protect the purchaser from buying a property that will potentially not have a resale value to match the current purchase price. Of course, the appraisal matters not just to the purchaser, but also to the lender.
1: That's right. Many lending institutions will not issue a mortgage for more than a property appraises for. In these instances, the appraisal might provide the buyer an out through the financing contingency rather than a separate standalone appraisal contingency.
0: Now, we mentioned earlier that while the VAR contract does not have an appraisal contingency for all funding types in its standard language, there is an appraisal contingency for VA and FHA loans. These federally underwritten loans have a requirement that the property must appraise at not less than the purchase price. As these loans typically have little, if any, down payment, it's in the interest of those lenders to establish this upfront. Hi, right, Jessica, let's take it to the legal hotline. I have a listing where the contract includes both an appraisal contingency and an escalation clause. The asking price is $100,000, and the buyer ultimately offered $130,000, which the seller accepted. Now the house is only appraising for $100,000, and the buyer wants to back out. Does my seller have any recourse?
1: Well, John, probably not. Mm. In situations with an escalation clause, it's rare that a home will appraise for the highest amount, especially in such a hot market. As the listing agent, you would probably want to counter back to eliminate one of these two provisions or advise your seller to pick an offer that doesn't have both of them. All right, John, next question. My buyer clients are wary of waiving an appraisal contingency because they don't have a ton of extra funds to cover a shortfall. A fellow agent has advised that in these situations, he just waives the appraisal contingency but relies upon the overall financing contingency to protect his clients. Is this ethical?
0: So it's not unethical, but you need to make sure you discuss the potential risks with your clients if you do so. And those risks are pretty severe in this case. The seller could counter that failing to appraise doesn't grant the buyer a right to terminate, and then if the financing falls through because of a low appraisal, the buyer might be in default. And of course, if your buyer wants to pay all cash, there won't be any financing contingency to protect him or her. All right, Jessica. If we don't have an appraisal contingency in the contract and the home appraise is low, and my buyer doesn't have the funds to cover the difference between the purchase price and what the lender will offer, what can the buyer do? Can he recover his EMD?
1: The VAR contract provides that if the buyer can't obtain a commitment for the necessary mortgage funds, he can terminate. If the buyer wants to keep trying to obtain financing, he can do so after the initial deadline, but the seller may decide to terminate the contract at any point. In either case, the buyer would be entitled to the return of his EMD unless he was in default, as laid out in paragraph 5e. All right, John, last question. Is an appraisal necessary to receive a loan commitment?
0: So an appraisal is not technically necessary for a loan commitment other than FHA and VA in our contract. However, in practice, no lender is going to give written commitment of funding without an appraisal. So even though the contract doesn't provide a legal requirement for an appraisal for a conventional loan, from a practical perspective, one's going to be required. All right, how can you limit your risk? First, make sure you review any offers you receive as a listing agent to determine if there is an appraisal contingency
1: your clients want to waive appraisal and rely on the financing contingency you can do that but you should explain to them the risks associated with that strategy thanks for joining us caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every tuesday our podcast is available for streaming through itunes stitcher spotify and google play subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline, where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the Legal tab on the For Members section. Make sure you are logged in to see this page.
0: While well, the members of this podcast are attorneys, legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel.
1: This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2021. This podcast features the song, Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons attribution share like license.